0: Okay, we're going to just very, hopefully very briefly talk about this passage so that we give time for the discussion um, that you can all be a part of. Um, and I was thinking for the children um, during this time, you could look at the, the painting. And think about what, what is the good life that, that God wants for us? What is the good life that God um, created for us here on earth? And how, how are we supposed to live that? And you to think about what does that look like? And if you want to draw it, you could do that too.
1: Last week, Mark led us in looking at chapter 29, and at the end of it, the author wrote about the curses that would fall on the people who turned away from God and followed their own ways. We tend to want to avoid this kind of language about a punishing God. It was, sometime, it was something that made many of us uncomfortable last week.
0: But it is something we may be more willing to pay attention to since we have lived through The difficult years of most difficult years of the pandemic. We have the climate crisis looming over us. Plus, we are having to face in a more real way the racial inequalities in this country. Our children are having trouble finding hope for the future. It seems we are facing the serious consequences from society's overuse of resources and from turning a blind eye to those in need. This is a way I especially feel about it, but I wonder if others have thought about it in the same way.
1: But the way the blessings and the curses are laid out to the Israelites, God hopes they will see the great benefits and value in following God's plan. It is helpful to think about this text as God laying out our choices. Follow God's intended path for us, what is often called the way, and we will live peaceful, joyful, abundant lives. Turn from God's way and follow our own way and we end up out of balance and things don't turn out well. We face serious consequences.
0: As God sees it, it should be a very easy choice. God promises to provide for us if we trust God to do so and if we follow God's plan. The commandments and guidelines for living God created the earth and it was good. It has all that we need to have to live a good life, an easy choice. Um, Three main points um, we will summarize about God's blessings.
1: First, God wants us to have a good life. Verse nine says, God wants the people to prosper. Our idea of prosperity may be an overblown idea of this intended prosperity because God also does not want us to overuse, to misuse, or abuse the land or any resources, or to take away from the good life of others. I like to think of prosperity as simply having enough or having more than enough. It is having an abundance so that we feel cared for. We have a sense of well-being and we know the goodness of God. We might be working hard if we're able, but we're also able to spend time enjoying life too.
0: The second point about God's blessing is that God wants to restore people to community, to living together in the same land and to having a sense of home and belonging.
1: And third, God is forgiving and merciful when God's people turn back from selfish, harmful ways. We are human, and we tend to get off track easily. Remember the sheep without a shepherd? God is always merciful when we repent and ask for forgiveness. God's desire is if we do lose our way, that we will eventually recognize it and turn back to the way of Shalom.
0: And what is the way that is taught in the Bible? What do our lives look like when we are wholeheartedly following the way? Two things that are repeatedly mentioned when God is speaking through the prophets regarding the way is, first of all, the people are not to make or worship any idols. Now, we don't really use that word idol much anymore in our society except to refer to people who are successful and who have made it big, um, people we might want to idolize. But I'm assuming that we have a common understanding of what that word might mean for us today, um, one definition might be that idols are the things that come between us and God.
1: The second part of the instructions about how God's people should live told them to be sure to care for the least of these. Jesus said this meant providing care for those who struggle alone in society such as widows, orphans, the poor, the imprisoned, or sick.
0: And finally, this passage reminds the people, the key is to love the Lord your God with your entire being, heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself.
1: Here's another way of saying these instructions. Love God. Love the world God made. Love the people God made and put near us. Love the gifts that God has given us. Share with the poor and needy. Help to lift up those who have been put down or pushed aside.
0: Before the discussion time, we'll leave you with some questions to think about. Again, what does it mean to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself?
1: What would our lives look like if we lived with this kind of love for God and others? Do you feel like you're on track or that you're going off in the wrong direction?